0: trust yourself you gotta be tough yeah hey how you doing tell me something about you Hey baby, Hello, you everyone welcome to another fabulous episode of jillin off i'm one of your yep. jillers christina wakachaw with me as always jen murphy jen murphy jen murphy Hi, is from- coming to us from somewhere different tonight i am live from
1: las vegas yes. the entertainment capital of
0: nevada <laughs> oh my god you mean it's not reno <laughs> oh reno's a close second i mean carson city's pretty wild just saying
1: <laughs> i don't know though does carson city have a rodeo going on right now probably apparently mm-hmm. this rodeo that's in town is like the super bowl of rodeos oh really a lot of cowboys here a lot.
0: whoa
1: cowboys giddy
0: up yeah. I know. Giddy up. I uh, And I'm going to Maui tomorrow, so I have a flower in my hair. Getting a
1: little, I'm all ready for lovely. Maui.
0: Yeah, when this airs, you'll be in Maui. That's exciting. I will be in Maui. I'm very excited. Of course, right now I'm like, I'm mildly stressed. So my COVID test, I got it done yesterday at 10 a.m. And then it takes 24 to 48 hours for me to get the results, which is fine because I don't board my... My Maui flight till I get to Denver, so that'll be forty eight hours. At that point, I'll be fine. Oh, uh, but I technically haven't got my results yet. Yeah, because they, work. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, oh, uh, I was kind of hoping it already be in by now. <sighs> yeah, that's a little stressful, but I'm sure you'll have it in the morning. I think so too. It'll magically appear. What happens if you end up in Denver with COVID? <laughs> <laughs> call my friend jessica actually remember a long time ago i met a guy in the airport he lives in denver i'll All go right. start to some new people in denver it'd be great you're
1: like hey i'm positive but want to hang out yeah i know hey, at least i'm in town <laughs> wear a mask <laughs> <laughs> wear a mask <laughs> oh my god. god i've been here for six days and it hurts to open my eyes
0: i bet that's a long time in vegas
1: well, the problem was, so when I'm here by myself, like doing shows, I don't really party much. I have a few drinks and play video, but yeah, my stepbrothers decided to come do like a 24 hour thing. So I think I'm still recovering from that. That was on Wednesday, but you know, when you're like partying all day and then the next morning wake up and just have mimosas with brunch, like that kind of 24 hours.
0: Yes, yes. I you feel know,
1: like I just haven't recovered. <laughs>
0: I felt like that after my birthday, I feel like my birthday killed everyone. <laughs> like everybody felt so gross the next day. And, uh, I remember like I, I posted something on Instagram being like, Oh, I have pictures for my birthday. Nobody looks good. Nobody. <laughs> there was no way I was, supposed to... it was just like, cause I only really brought out like the camera started taking pictures once we're all hammered. I'm like, Oh, this is fun. I want to like have memories from this night. And then all the memories are blurry and disgusting <laughs> and cross-eyed. And sweaty and blotchy. I'm like, maybe we don't need memories of this birthday. I didn't even realize before the podcast
1: that we haven't talked about your birthday party.
0: We, dude, I know because you know we usually podcast so early in the week, and this time we're podcasting so late in the week that it has been like, it's been like it's ten or really- eleven days. Yeah, it's been a long time. Anyway, anything exciting happen at the birthday party? Not really, but. It was fun, but we definitely like closed down. like we closed down the bar I had my party at. We closed down the folly and then we went to the Red Lion and I'll pretty much close that. I think I left at like 3:15 and that was ridiculous. I didn't need to be there until three, but bear in mind the bars are up until four, But I was like, "Oh no." Oh well, no, I got. That's again.
1: impressive that you made it to 3:15.
0: Yeah, and then oh, the next day, I'm like, okay, I we both needed a hair of the dog. Julia was still here. So, I was like, there's only one place I want to go because I know that people like start drinking at this bar at like 8 a.m. So, I'm like, we have to go to this bar because I've ran by it before. I've seen people like literally drinking like early in the morning. So, I'm like, let's just go there, even though we went there at, like 11 or noon, like whatever, it wasn't extreme. So, we go to the spring lounge, have a Bloody Mary, and then uh, walking in, I was like, who are these people that fucking come to the bar this early to drink? Anyways, I happen to be wearing my Canada shirt. And uh, this guy's like, oh, from Canada. And I was like, yeah, he's like, so am I. I'm like, where are you from? And then uh, I'm like, whatever. We're both from Vancouver. I'm like, I actually grew up in North Delta. He goes, I grew up in North Delta. And I was like, oh my God. I go, how old are you? he's like a few years older than me. And he's like, I went to see Aquam. I was like, do you know my cousin? (laughs) Debbie Burry? He fully knows my cousin i sent a picture and i was like oh my god this guy and my cousin was like we used to go to parties at his, at his house and then he goes yeah my parents were kind of absent growing up so i had a lot of parties that is so random it's so random but it it brought me to life and i was like i knew there's a reason i needed to go to this bar for like the morning bloody mary and how funny is it the whole you know my whole times, like all the times I've ever ran by that bar and it have looked at it and like, who the fuck drinks at 8 a.m.? Oh, it's somebody who grew up in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> why, why, why? Was no he computer. cute? Yeah, he was like very attractive. He was like a little bit older, but like definitely quite handsome. Nice. Yeah, but, like married. What was that? Are you going to keep in touch? I just told him I would come back and like have a drink one day at, like, I'll co- I'll run there and I'll, I'll come join him. I guess he drinks from like, he says he always gets to the bar at 8 AM, but he's usually gone by like 11 or 10 30. But this was like a rare occasion where he was there a little later. That's how we met.
1: Does he work all night? He,
0: I don't know. You know, and I think he said he's like an independent contractor.
1: Why does he drink from eight to 11 AM?
0: It's fun. <laughs> We want to be, you don't want to drink with the amateurs, Jen. <laughs> like, oh no, I pick my own hours. Did you say he's married? Yeah, his wife is like in entertainment. I oh, mean, that's why he drinks from eight
1: to 11.
0: Yeah, maybe she's Such gone. random
1: drinking hours.
0: They are really random drinking hours. Like those are acceptable hours to drink if you're at an airport, but I've never really heard of anybody doing it in the city they live in. But that's why I was so fascinated by it. I was like, huh. Then he goes home. He goes home at like 10.30. That's just when he drinks and that's it. What do you do with the rest
1: of your day? Although I guess some people function. I would have to go to bed. I would have to go to bed too. I'd be pooped. That's why I thought maybe he worked all night and then that's his like
0: before bedtime hours. Maybe he does. I just didn't like, I didn't ask more. I mean, independent contractor could be like anything really. You could be, we're pretty much independent contractors.
1: Yeah, sounds like maybe he's in the mob or something. <laughs> Straight out of North Delta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I met a Canadian friend of yours last night.
0: Oh, my God, that was so cute. And it's funny because what was I doing? Oh, yeah, because I was watching my HBO Max. Uh, so it was, I was streaming. So if I'm streaming something from HBO Max, I get off my phone. But then I looked at my phone finally and I saw messages from both of you guys how funny
1: is that you want to know how busted my face is right now she pulled me up on instagram to follow me and she shows me my little picture yeah and she goes do you know this person that's using your name and i was like no that's me <laughs> it's like wow i do look bad right now she you should have seen her face she was like somebody's using your
0: name for their instagram I was like nah. that's me <laughs> Oh no, that happened to me a long time ago (laughs) at Mel's Diner on Sunset. I was there with Adam Hunter, Ben Glebe and Tracy McDonald and John Mayer was at the table next to us.
1: Oh, I remember this.
0: Yeah. So we say we're comedians. John comes over to our table he's like, I want to do stand up. And then we all give him our business cards and I looked so shitty that night. He looked at my card and he's like, whoa, who's Christina? And I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'll so see funny. myself out, John Mayer. For the best. I've read Jessica Simpson's book and I did not need to get closer to him. Oh. No. <laughs> so embarrassing though. But it is embarrassing when you look unrecognizable <laughs> from your like. Yeah, and it'd be nice if I
1: looked unrecognizable from a picture that's bad, but this is a professional, like good picture. <laughs> so that's, that's like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just like, I gotta I'm detoxing in the moment I get back from I think I'm gonna do sober January.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe I should do it too. I did a few sober days earlier this week and I felt so good. And then I and then I started digging back into the wine. And I think I've had a very emotional week. I think I'm just like, something's happening. It's not PMS cause that just finished. But I think I'm just really excited to see my family. And it's like, I'm really starting to miss them. It's like my last little couple of days of missing my family. Cause I haven't seen them in two years. Aww, Have you been crying? crying? Yeah. I'm like, I'm so excited to see them. I just know I'm going to get there and I'm going to get it all choked up. I'm going to be like, Oh my God. can't believe I haven't seen you guys in two years. Like like I'm almost crying, even thinking about it, like, Oh, that's cool. So yeah, I had a few, yeah, I I mean, I I cried a few times this week. How long are you going to be there with them? So I'll be in Maui for nine nights and then I go to Vancouver. I, I perform at house of comedy, which actually Susan books, by the way, I hope I'm sure she contact, you know, um, and then I'll do new year's in Seattle. And my dad's going to drive me down. We're going to do his birthday. Then I'll do my gig. And then I get on a cruise ship. So I'm gone. You're gone for a long time. Gone for like a month. It's going to be insane. You got on a cruise ship out of Washington? Uh, It's actually out of Baltimore. Oh, you got to go out of Baltimore. Talk about rolling the dice. I haven't even looked up where the ship goes, but talk about rolling the dice. It's so funny because like I got John Fox to book me a flight from Seattle to Vegas because he's, you know, We'll say he's on a budget because we don't want to use the C word. Um... <laughs>
1: yeah, I got it. I didn't think it was
0: <laughs> So I was like, oh, just fly me to Vegas and then I'll get my flight from Vegas to New York. But should so you be, told... be in
1: Vegas just for one night?
0: Yeah, should be told, I hadn't actually booked that flight. And then I got the cruise ship and I was like, great, now the cruise ship's ba- uh, buying that flight for me nice yeah so that that kind of magically worked out so yeah i don't i i was meant to it was kind of one of those things in my mind where i'm like oh i have to look up where the ship goes but all i know is i get on in baltimore it's seven days and then back to new york so i'm gone to like january 10th and i'm gonna miss new york i'm gonna miss my apartment i can't wait to tell me how the cruise ship is because i'm so nervous yeah i have started to like sit down and actually write out these sets because having three different 30s you're right it's like you know and Kirk said he's like, Oh, make sure you write them out, which I was like, Obviously, I'm already going to do that, but he did tell me there's some duds on there, and we're not duds, so no,
1: it's just stressful. Well, I got a call, I like broke into tears four days ago because I need this cruise ship work, or else I'm not going to be able to afford my apartment after March or April on what I have saved, so it's just gotten stressful. So, um, Cooch hooked me up with his agent that books him for Carnival, for cruises. And the guy was so cool. He's like, oh yeah, Cooch, you know, highly recommended you. And Cooch is like, you know, works so many ships that anybody would take his his word. So I was like, oh great, I'm gonna book something. Then two days later, I get a call from the agent. You know, the woman that books Carnival, she just, I'm just gonna be straight up with you. She just does, she said she doesn't get it. She just doesn't think you're funny at all. And I was like, okay. And then like, I got really upset only because of the financial burden, but then I was like, you know what, fuck it. Maybe I'm not meant to work cruises, that's totally fine. I'll just move on, (laughs) get a new job. Then he called me again the next day. Oh, you know what, Cooch called that booker woman and and said that he really vouches for you. He promises you're funny. And he's like, so he goes, so this first cruise that you do is kind of going to be like a trial. They're going to be watching you. So now
0: I feel all this pressure but our first ship on uh, like our first uh ncl was the same thing yeah but oh, that was, was 10 five. minutes of hosting i know that was fun and easy but
1: uh, i'm sure i have the material for 90 minutes it's just i think it's just also the way i work i like to go on stage and just kind of free for all not like i don't always have like
0: so I'm just it's just gonna be more work just like you said writing it all out and yeah it's definitely gonna be like i'm almost like plotting it like three one-woman shows yeah that's a good way to look at it yeah, I'm like, okay, cuz you know, just remind yourself like, okay, you don't have to kill the whole time. Like, you know, you have to be engaging the crowd work, you know, I, I don't know. And you but have to need look shows. at it. The one-woman shows are a good way. Yeah. So I think it'll be And again, Kirk telling me he's like, trust me, you guys are way better than some of the other people on there. So I'm like, that's reassuring too. Not that it's a competition, but some of us to hear We are ready. We've been doing comedy for a long time. It'll be fine. I
1: I think it just puts more pressure on you when you're like, Hey, we're going to hire you even though we don't think you're funny. So I hope you prove yourself.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know that it's stressful. I'm
1: going into it with already like, you know, but anyway, it's fine. Like I said, you know what? If I get on the ship and they hate me, then it's not meant to be.
0: I mean, and I like that mentality. I'm like that too. I'm like, Hey, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. I don't, you know, yeah it's just the financial you know anyway let's talk about something
1: can we talk about uh spoiler alert if any of our fans haven't watched
0: the new sex in the city but we need to talk about that we need to talk about it but how much should we talk what people haven't seen i mean i can only watch the first episode so far
1: that's so that's all i can talk about
0: i've watched both the first two i plowed through them i yeah and i bawled i bawled my eyes out really (laughs) I was bawling. I was like, I I thought I was already having an emotional week, like just coping with my last few days of like missing my family before like the big explosion of excitement. But no, but then that got to me too. And I started crying and I was like, oh my
1: God. it was so sad. But at the same time, like I saw it, I could see it coming. I feel like they didn't do a very good job. Did you feel that way? Like you saw when he
0: was Oh yeah, hundred percent. You yeah. knew right away. When and that the was dramatic that,
1: music. The but scene. Then, came out. And then I've been talking to people about this. And then finally Laurie Kilmartin tweeted it today, which was so funny. She's like, because the whole time I was watching it, I'm just like, Why are you not calling 911? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so he, was, cool. he was still alive. I like I said, I already said spoiler alert so far if, if they're listening to this, that's on them. But and she tweeted, she goes, was everybody else screaming at their TVs? Like, call
0: 91. <laughs> I honestly. And then yeah. when uh, what was it Charlotte that was at the door? And then it was like, did she even like oh, and then they were all in the background I don't know. I don't that must even, be episode two, because that didn't Oh my god. It was like, oh I haven't seen episode two. That needs to happen in order for the rebirth of more dating, right? Oh, I didn't think of it that way. But also, I don't think that's the real reason. I just don't think Chris Noth wanted to do the show in the first place. Do you know that Peloton stock plummeted like the next day after that aired? <laughs> I
1: bet. I bet Peloton's pissed. <laughs> well, they had to have gotten permission to do that, to have that. Yeah. But, but Peloton might have been like, yeah, we're going to be in your first episode, but maybe not know the storyline. <laughs>
0: They're going to have to make it up to Peloton big time. They'll be like, oh, but obviously, you know, he's old. Maybe he wasn't that old. And, you know.
1: Yeah, but yeah. also you're watching a TV show. Are you really going to go, like, pull your stock out? Like, oh, my God, he died. Like, I know.
0: That's so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> like, don't you know this is made up and it's just. <laughs> what did you think
0: about them doing
1: the whole, like, woke culture with Miranda?
0: i felt like that i don't know I, I, I the first couple scenes of that kind of bothered me too because i'm like miranda's too smart to be like that like miranda would have been on top of that shit before that moment i thought but i you get know? it i got it you know what i went with it i'm like okay we we have to like you know teach the old women how to be woke or whatever you know but it did kind of bother me in the first but like i was like really i could see that I could maybe see Charlotte needing that these lessons, but Miranda, of all people, she's the smartest one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But I like that chick. You know, when you're watching the show and you're like, where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? And then you're like, oh my God, that's a girl from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that's the girl from The Morning Show. Like, it's a cool cast. It's like a oh, lot of interesting morning
1: Show, that's where that woman was from. I was doing the same thing. I was like, I know that face. Yeah. It's, I love seeing Bobby Lee in it. I hope he's in the whole
0: Bobby Lee, yeah, it's so funny. oh, my God. He's hilarious. but I hope it's like two episodes per week going forward. That's kind of exciting. I'm like very and that scene where they were at the um the piano recital, um, <laughs> uh, I saw them shooting that, oh, really? Yeah, we were walking through Times Square. this is when Ty Barnett was in town, actually. We we're going to a restaurant, and uh, yeah, we saw. And just like that i think i took something on my instagram story but then when i saw the scene i was like oh that's what i saw yeah that was a pretty cool i like that scene how good she was playing the piano that was cool. oh my god she was amazing yeah it's good and it's of course it's very great to see uh, women of a certain age on tv and they're gonna be dating and like i don't know i'm very i'm very into it i you know i know there's mixed reviews but i loved it i cried and i'm like yes give me more carrie dating in her 60s or whatever she's supposed to be on the show She's 65 in real life, right? Is she? I think so. Wow. Is she? Oh, fuck. I don't want to fuck this up. Or is she 55? What about how weird it was the scene where she asked Fig to masturbate? That was a weird scene, but I felt like... I'm going to find out. Our podcast is called Jill and Off. I mean... (laughs) It was just so weird
1: because he's just, like, making the motion, but you can't see (laughs) (laughs) it.
0: That's what really killed him. Don't worry, Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <He must laughs> be in front of his wife <laughs> oh my god that's funny that's how he should have died <laughs> <laughs> doing what he loved
1: <laughs> oh my god oh she's yeah.
0: 56 you switched the numbers oh dyslexic she's 56 okay yeah that's all right she would um, not be happy to hear that you switched her numbers on her like that somebody's 65 on that show That's the old man thing. Even I'm losing my hearing a little bit. So I kind of like that. (laughs) Not that old. (laughs) I, I know. I actually am liking the old Steve. I really am. I like, I'm like an agent Steve. I'm on board. I'm like, yes, agent Steve. I love him. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's cool. I like it. I just like,
1: I don't know. When I'm watching, I always think like, I wonder why they came up with this choice. I know. Like they're trying to make them all senior citizens. I know. Oh, my God, I know.
0: <laughs> well, Samantha Irby, I don't know if you've read any of her books, but she's a co-producer on the show. Have you read any of her stuff? I don't think so. She's really good. She's like one of these kind of comedic writers, has like books of essays. I've only read one of them called, Wow, No Thank You. I I
1: bought one of hers because you recommended it. Yeah. She's a black woman?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have one of her books. And she's, so she's a co-producer, but you can definitely see, I feel like, She's probably definitely sculpted a lot of these, you know, the gender conversations with the podcast and stuff. Like I really feel her voice behind that character, Sarah I Ramirez's know. character. I forget her name. Yeah. yeah. And I love it that Brady is like a raging slut. <laughs> I know. I love it. He's just like. It made oh. him a sex addict. <laughs> He's going to pound town. And we're going to get like, listen, like. <laughs> going to- there's a lot of good stuff Uh, I'm loving it I'm already hooked I'm very excited Um, good I don't think I had any action this week since our last podcast I haven't had any action but I'll tell you this and I don't know if you do this when you're going away for a long period of time I did send out a few texts to some guys on my roster it was kind of like a last call for me (laughs) last call i'm going out of town on sunday and i won't be back for a month
1: No, okay, oh, i'll miss you <laughs> nobody did nobody bit oh
0: <laughs> not really i got like a I, I gotta be oh i gotta get up at 5am tomorrow oh I, like and then i i got like a, oh man i'm really gonna miss you but i didn't get a oh do you want to go out tonight i didn't get any of that <laughs> oh man but, you know, Ding Dong. I'll probably text me at like six thirty in the morning tomorrow, as I'm on the way to the airport. Which would be like, <laughs> there perfect. you go. Yeah, that would be perfect. I have a show tonight, but I kind of wish that, like, I kind of wish that I didn't book the spot. I just want to stay home now. Like, I don't even feel like I'm fully packed, and I don't know. I I, I still feel like I have a lot to. Do. I feel like this place is still a mess. I feel like I have so much work to do, but I don't want to. It's
1: stressful when you're leaving for that long. It is.
0: It's like. So Yeah, and yeah, it's just a lot. But whatever, I had a really productive day. Uh, Yeah, your Christmas card is on the way. Oh, I can't wait. I know. I'm eighty-seven. Instagram stories about stamps, so you know (laughs) that. I I really.
1: I was gonna say I did get a text message from Punky Brewster out of the blue. Oh, you, you know it's so funny? He texts every so often. I haven't seen him since the night. Well, I did see him, but he didn't see me after. <laughs> and then after we had sex. Remember the one time I saw him in the bar and I was like, is that the guy that I slept with? Anyway, um, he texted me out of the blue last week. It, that was in May. It's so funny to keep in touch with somebody that you saw once, like so many months ago. That's so and was, true. And he wrote hey, do you want to, and then in quotes, he put work out together. <laughs> oh I
0: thought it was funny the way no know when I read it. <laughs> it's like, maybe. So maybe, well, I mean, I'm going back to Maui and I have my, I always call him my Maui boyfriend, but at this point, he's like my Maui friend. We've been friends for so long. Now. I think I met him in like 2014. Are you going to sleep with him again? You know, we have a very fluid relationship where if we're in relationships with other people, we're still happy to hang out and be friends. And we hang out like a lot, even when we're not single. Uh, but then when we're both single, we usually do hook up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out once we get there. But I'm excited to see him. I did contemplate, I don't know if I told you this, I contemplated like asking to stay at his place as opposed to getting my own place. Cause it's like, I spent so much time with him anyways, but then I didn't want to like tell my parents, Oh, here's this guy I used to fuck. I'm going to stay with him.
1: Wait, you not you're not staying with your parents.
0: No, I got my own unit. Cause there's already, there's like, there's a lot of them. So it'd be my, in my parents' units, my parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, and then my nieces go on the pull-out couch.
1: Oh yeah. That would be odd for your parents to say you're gonna sleep at a fuck
0: buddy's house. I know it was too awkward. So whatever. So I'm getting my own little unit and key my use it's, it's a little cheaper than where they're at, but, like, it, it's going to be great. But, uh, but yeah, my sister and my brother-in-law have met Dave. I mean, we're, we are the best of friends. and We've known each other, I guess, now, yeah, for, like, seven years.
1: I'm pretty sure I met him in Vegas, no? You did. You totally met him.
0: Yeah. 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 So, I do it'll be, it'll be fun. I can't wait to get there. It's a long fucking flight, and I'm going to be... Oof, it's like seven and a half hours from Denver. I fly to Denver, which I think is just like three hours. And then, seven
1: yeah, and that's far coming from the East Coast.
0: Yeah. Um, but I am happy I'm flying United, even though Julia had a terrible experience with the United getting here. We've all had bad experiences with United, but American Airlines doesn't serve alcohol on their flights. United does. United oh, does. good. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yes, I know
1: I'm gonna. Somebody else just told me they're on a six-hour flight and there's no alcohol. I can't remember who I was talking to.
0: Yeah, well, That's I mean, good. yeah. So I'm kind of relieved about that, but uh because I mean, not that I really drink in the air that much, but I usually have like, I like to have one right as I'm about to land. Like I'll have one in the airport, then I'll like, whatever. I don't care when I get on the plane, but that that last time the cart comes around on a long flight, I always want like a landing bev. Oh,
1: gotcha, yeah, I mean, also when you're flying for that long, it's nice to have the option at least
0: hundred percent. I'm already so scared about like oh, well, the suitcase being heavy. I haven't checked a bag in two years thirty five dollars by the way, it was twenty five the last time I checked a bag that was thirty five <sighs> It's bullshit, and uh. I know that is bullshit, but also like I usually just fly American and because I have that credit card, I don't pay for check bags, but I'm not flying American this time. I'm flying United. So it's I'm fucked, but whatever. Maybe you can get upgraded to first class. <sighs> that would be a marvelous. That'd be so nice. Oh, uh, come with my flower in my hair. Then will be like, Oh, she must be going to Maui. I at least I have a window seat. i have an aisle seat to Denver window to Hawaii. So great.
1: Yeah. Get yourself upgraded.
0: Yeah. Do you have a new BitBit? I do. Do you? Kind of. Okay. Again, this is going back to... <laughs> this is going back to... Uh, <laughs> to the stamp thing, right? Because every time I go to the deli, I'm getting charged a different price for stamps.
1: I don't think but, I've seen I've, your stories. Did you put in your stories, you said, about stamps?
0: Yeah. I, I'm obsessed. Because uh, whatever. I've been buying stamps at the deli. And then this guy at Harfield Road, one of my my favorite new local bars that I'm obsessed with now because they have $5 wine during happy hour. Four nice. to eight every day. Oh my God. And I love the bartenders are all like Irish and fucking super fun and cool. Anyways. Uh, so somebody at the bar was like, you're buying your stamps at the deli? So you're getting ripped off. And I was like, I am? Yeah. they check up the price there. And I was like, they do? I was like, I don't, I don't know. How am I supposed to know? Who the fuck knows how much a stamp costs? Right? Like, I don't. So then I did notice, you know, then somebody wrote me back on my Instagram story and says, I'm pretty sure I stamped 64 cents. So I'm like, okay, I got charged 70 last time because I remember I bought 10 stamps. It was $7, easy math. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, 70, if it's 64, not bad. But then I looked at a stamp on an envelope that I have here. It said 53 cents or 54 cents. So I'm like, oh no. Well, now that's like, it's 17 cents now, now maybe I am getting ripped off and then today when I went to the deli I got three stamps and it was 220 I mean, 220 doesn't even divide by three so I'm like <laughs> is there such thing as sucker profiling <laughs> like it's like they just look at me and they go she's a fucking idiot she doesn't know how much a stamp costs we could charge her whatever do you think that's possible sucker profiling mm, she'll pay it uh three stamps five dollars <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, yeah, you don't want to
1: so wait. Do you still not know exactly how much a stamp is?
0: No, I think it's like
1: 56 cents or something too.
0: Nobody knows. I feel yeah. like when I was younger, they were like 45 cents. Is this riveting material you guys hearing about hearing how much a stamp costs? I'm just saying. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're really killing it right now. killing it with my stamp material even christine wrote me today she's like wow a real shame that you're locked out of twitter with all the stamp content (laughs) okay the price of a one ounce will
1: was good it went to 58 cents okay 58 cents i think that's what it says there's all these different weird numbers okay
0: because i have either way Robert Bruschemi sent me something and his stamp says 53 cents. Because that was a stamp this one right here. I, I, I cut up my uh this one here it says 50 but let's say you bought a stamp a long time ago and you're gonna use it, you paid whatever. And I don't think it matters as long as you just bought it at that price. I yeah, so think you need to go to a post office. Who the fuck wants to go to the post office? <laughs> Absolutely not, Jen. <laughs>
1: They have those like machines. Where you don't have to go up to a person. You can buy it out of the machine.
0: Oh, that's true. Even when I mail stuff, I go to this like quick ship and pack place or whatever. But they do everything there. They do USPS, UPS, FedEx. You can get you just like pick it there, and they'll even you know. It's good. I mean, I know obviously I'm probably paying a little bit more, but the it's so convenient and it's close to my house, and it's not in the post office. Yeah, that deli's ripping you off. Oh, for sure and just the way he was so like whatever today i literally had my two dollars and ten cents ready to go because i was really excited to like get rid of change i'm in those years right now where i'm really excited to get rid of change you know when they're like it's five i'm like i got the 17 cents and then i'm like whoa, whoa. <laughs>
1: So, you want those people where there's like a line of people behind you and you're still just picking out every, every penny, you're like, wait, I have exact change.
0: I mean, I definitely like that, but I do get panic when there's people behind me. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going as fast as I can to where I got the 17 sunset. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could see I do care about the people behind me, but I'm still fucking getting rid of that coin. My little change purse gets weighed down in my fanny pack. I, I feel like it's going to slow down my runs. True. Yeah, don't take change on your runs. Yeah, no, no, no. It's too much. That's a tricky one. Um, Yeah. I was trying to
1: write a new joke this week because of the rodeo that's in town. I did it one night just sort of improvising. I want to write a joke about like how line dancing has to be like the least sexy of all the dances. (laughs) I really just want to do it because I like acting out the line dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, it will kill (laughs) the act out. I didn't really do a line dance on stage. I just sort of, I put my hands like I was a cowboy and then just sort of shimmied back and forth. Like, but
0: (laughs) the act out did well. I just don't have like the right punchline yet. I could see it. I could see you like line dancing to that, like Elvira song or whatever. (laughs) Like, how do you back into somebody's crotch when you're doing country dancing? Yeah, that's true. You really can't back that ass up in line dance. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I need to stick my butt into your
1: crotch so I can feel if there's a lump. <laughs> How do you do that with line
0: dancing? <laughs> I know, you're right. Line dancing is like the least sexual dancing you can do with a person.
1: I gotta figure it out. Again, I have a premise
0: without a punchline. I tell you I finally got this shirt made. Remember I was gonna make these shirts? I actually listened to your podcast.
1: I saw your shirt, but I didn't know that you made it.
0: Yep, I made it. Um, so yeah, that's it. I, ma- I made a t shirt. And then my Instagram handles on the back at Walking Sauce. but
1: Oh, that's great. It's cute. Are yeah. you selling them after shows or you just made one for yourself.
0: I just made one because I made a shirt for Julia's birthday. Because she has a podcast and I, I made her actually it's funny because I bought these shirts at Nordstrom thinking that they would be better than the shirts at the Jasmine print by my house. No, the Jasmine print shirts are amazing. And they only cost five dollars if you get something printed on them. So then the whole tee is like less than twenty bucks. Like it's like twenty bucks. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. Why did I go to Nordstrom and buy this shit when it's like, their shirts are good. They did a good job. They kind of fucked up the first one though. So then they didn't charge me for the other shirt that I had made, which was, which turned out to be the better shirt, to be honest. So, the fuck up led to a better product. But that's, oh, that's Julie. Yeah anyways and so you're getting one of these shirts too but i haven't mailed it yet it's in me it's i'm probably gonna send it in january <laughs> oh how exciting i know but like now that i'm obsessed with that because i mean i bought your stamp for your card but i didn't have the patience to go to like
1: <laughs> oh i'm so excited i want to wear a shirt that says at walk and sauce behind it
0: i mean i feel like it was so but you're gonna get this other one that's like like this one but i don't know whatever i gotta make more shirts i'm obsessed with this place now I gotta, I want to make t-shirts. It's fun. It was fun. I got really excited. I was like, oh my God. And Julia says, is this what you want? And then all their Instagram stuff's on the back. But it's just funny because her podcast, like it's such a creepy name to like have across her, her chest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, is this what you want? Like, It's kind of funny though. She's going to get harassed big time. I'd be like, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: There was like that week with Julia being here, it was super fun, but I was exhausted. I was like, this is the first time I've lived in New York where I, you know, I'm going to get people coming to town and it's going to be like, oh yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm a tourist now too. I'm going to go out and do all these things as well. And it was just super fun, but super exhausting. Like that's why I needed to take a few days off drinking and just like sleep for like three days.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot
0: yeah it was is fine. new
1: york scary ever- people keep telling me that new york is like dangerous and stuff now do you find i never hear you mention it though nope i feel fine oh that's good mm-hmm. yeah i think new york's super safe i don't know what people are talking about but well i don't feel safe in my neighborhoods i feel,
0: I feel like la I is the one never that's
1: heard, never heard christina complain so i don't know
0: no and i have citizen whatever we get the citizen alerts Did you see the Christmas tree outside Fox news? Somebody lit it on fire. No, (laughs) you didn't see that. I got the citizen alert and I was like, Oh my God. It was obviously an arsonist. It was very intentional, not random, but I saw one of my friends actually put it on her Instagram story and I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Somebody lit the Christmas tree outside Fox news on fire. Just the whole burning. thing. You gotta look at the footage. It's like here it was a huge fire. Like, oh. I'll look it up after. Yeah. I don't know
1: how I missed that. Well, I yeah. turned on the news today, but it was all about the tornado.
0: I saw. Yeah, Kentucky.
1: Oof. Oof. Mm. That's brutal. Oh yeah. Anyway, supposed okay. to have underground for that. What was that? were not they supposed to all have like underground places to go for that? Or did they did not get the memo fast enough.
0: I guess not. No, that's that's why sometimes I'm very strategic about like where I connect when I have like a connecting flight, like Denver seemed a little risky for December. Cause I was like, Oh, there's lots of snow, but I feel like they're uh-huh. a functioning, snowy city. I feel like, okay. they fun- That's a good airport though. I that actually, is. yeah, I don't like LAX, LAX. If you're connecting, like if I used to come in from Toronto, and then have to go to United like so Air Canada and United are like affiliates, but you can't like there's no easy way to go from Terminal 2 to Terminal 7 at LAX. Like I usually just end up leaving security, cutting through the fucking creepy parking lot and going back through security in Terminal 7. Oh, really? Yeah, because the path only like, if you are walking around, I don't know if they have like there's just no tram. There's like no way to get around. There's like a path that goes between like terminal two, three, four, five, I think, but I don't, it doesn't loop all the way around. It cuts off at Delta. I didn't know that. Denver is a really cool airport. There's a lot of restaurants and bars. And stuff. I know. Denver is a fun one. I saw Kiefer Sutherland drinking at a bar at like eight in the morning there once. Yeah. yeah. Spring lounge party. <laughs> yeah. Kiefer. Kiefer would be at the spring lounge drinking at 8 a.m. with the guy from North Delta. Yes, That's, he would. Again, he's Canadian.
1: He definitely would.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I booked a little uh, place in Victoria for a night and I go visit my friends in Victoria. I'm very excited about that. I got it. It's going to be exciting. It's, it's this next month, is I'm going to see a lot of people. I think there's going to be a lot of tears. I've already cried a lot this week. Like, this is the most I've cried in a long time. I don't know what's happened, but it's just been like overwhelming. Like, Just my family's already in Maui. They're waiting for me to get there. It's just like we're so close. They're finally allowed in America, right? Because they've been locked out of this country for like two years. So it's just we're just so close. I'm getting so emotional. And then Sex, I don't know. I've cried a lot this week. I (laughs) really (laughs)
1: have. I feel like that new Sex in the City kind of ruined it for me. Because today, when I was at the gym, I was pulling up my DirecTV app because I wanted something to watch, and the Sex in the City movie was on. Uh Oh, so I hit it. And then every time there was a scene with Mr. Big, I was like, he's dead. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like You're ruining this for me.
0: Just <laughs> like the Grey's Anatomy didn't like, uh, you know, not that I watched Grey's Anatomy for that many seasons, but I do know that they killed off like McDreamy or whatever his name was, right? <laughs> oh, did they? I never got into Grey's Anatomy. I watched the first three seasons. That's why I recognized that girl from, uh, and just like that. Cause she, she was on, uh, that shit was free. on a long time. Is it still on? I think it is. I think so too. I don't know if I should. Yeah. No, maybe during, maybe in the winter when I, am too cold to like leave my apartment, I'll watch Grayson. <laughs> oh well, you God. need to
1: let me know what night you're in Vegas, just in case I'm free.
0: Oh, um, so it's going to be January 1st, but full it might only be, like, an evening now. Like, I might land at, like, it might just be for an afternoon, and then I'm going to have to get on this red-eye to Baltimore at, like, midnight, which is still fine. All I need is, like, a little chunk of the day and night, and that's it. Well, I'm supposed to be on my first cruise, but it's not confirmed yet. Oh, and I'm what's funny is they offered me that, too. Like, I would have loved to have been on the cruise, especially when you said that you get bonus. Um bonus money yeah, for holidays. Yeah, for holidays. Because um, already I feel like I'm excited about would island because it looks really cute. But I know it's not going to be I just don't think Washington State's kind of through the COVID fucking thing as much as New York is New York's so normal again, like other than like masks on subways and like lots of COVID testing and stuff. But I think like 78% of our city is totally vaccinated here. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, I'm glad you're back to normal. Yeah,
1: they've been I really don't... strict here in Vegas with the masks.
0: Yeah, what was that? They've been pretty strict here with
1: the masks in the casinos. Yeah. And
0: stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they were last time I was there too. But, yeah, we're we're no masks here. We're, I mean, excepting if you're, you know, in common Wait, areas. It's a grocery
1: store or a deli or something, you don't have to wear it.
0: Most of the people in the deli don't most of the staff do if you work somewhere, but like not, not bars, restaurants. I always wear them at Trader Joe's, the grocery store, um, the subway, obviously, or in an Uber. But other than that, is kind of similar to LA. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: I feel like living in LA, I'm going to be a mask in a mask for like the next three years. Yeah. I feel like masks
0: aren't going anywhere. I'm going to have to be masked up for a long time on that flight tomorrow. I know seven and a half hours. Oof, it's a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, take a nap.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they, they give give they have mass at every entrance here, so every time I walk in, I take like three, so I have this like stack to take home. <laughs> <laughs> I hate buying mass. Like I don't want to spend my money on this shit.
0: <laughs> I took mine to the laundromat because I have my cute Golden Girls ones that I wanted to be all fresh for my trip, so. They've been freshly washed, which I'm excited about. Um, Yeah. It's good. Exciting. Uh, I hope all the listeners are like, wow, these girls got to fuck or else I'm not listening to this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, really, Christina? You have a podcast in in like 12 days and you didn't fucking (laughs) make out with anyone? Uh, No.
1: <laughs> or like an episode of The View. Well, actually, now that I think about it, I did. I did see Thumper since we podcast, but it's nothing new, so it's no exciting story. I mean, you just saw him. You did
0: him, or what? Yeah, he came over. I think. What's that? Something. Oh, I already He's talked still. about this on Jen and Julian's podcast, but I did go to yeah. No Partners. I went to. Uh to this old dive bar that Jen and Julian and, and Christine used to be their regular, their weird, creepy local bar in Astoria. And it was so funny. Like this bar was already a weird bar like 10 years ago when they lived here and I just came to visit. Like it, it's like a quintessential Queens dive bar. Like everybody in the place has a nickname, you know, they'd be like Joni the jokester or Fat Steve like they all had like names like nicknames and stuff like that and then so we go back because like Christine's obsessed she's like you have to go to No partners if you're in Astoria so we go there they've renovated and renovated for the worst it's like it lost all it's like charisma you know when a bar renovates and it just makes when they
1: do that why oh that's the worst when it's like a super cool you know who did that in LA that you might know What's the place right across from Hollywood and Highland?
0: Mm. The townhouse? It was a total dive bar. The townhouse, right? Yeah, it was down. yeah, it was a great dive bar and they renovated it and it's like not the same anymore.
1: You made it all fancy and shit.
0: I don't like it when they do that. It's not it's not right. Bars are meant to be dirty sometimes, but the service inside was like still a fucking nightmare they have a menu. And first of all, you walk in, I was John Tappering the shit out of this bar. Okay. I walk in. I was like, why is there a printer on your book? Why is the first thing I see when I walk in your bar is a printer on your bar on, <laughs> it's a printer. It's a printer. But then I was like, maybe you should like that. I had like a Tullamore do which he gave me for free.
1: That is weird. I was like, you
0: know, you make that your thing. You have a promotion on Instagram. Come to no partners, buy a drink. We'll print out your sides for you. <laughs> like. I never have a printer. I could actually use that's the... a really good idea though. I know I never have one either. Yeah. I never have a printer. I'm like, you, if you're going to have the printer on the bar, you might as well sell it. And then I ordered wings. They have a, they have a kitchen now. And I was like, Oh, you guys have food now. And then the cook was of course at the bar drinking. And I was like, how? <laughs> she's just like throwing back scotches. I'm like, how are the wings? They're amazing. <laughs> and then she has to get up and like leave her drink at the bar to go make my food. My wings, totally raw, by the way. I still ate like a, one and a half of them. I was starving. So then I'm like, oh, I'm not hungry anymore. And then and
1: raw, like was the chicken sort of reddish?
0: Oh, totally. Like it That's was bad. did scare you? Oh, totally. I was like, did I eat enough of that to like get sick? I didn't get sick, but uh, anyway, so then she makes another round of wings. She's like, those are on the house. I was like, great. Cause I was, I was like, my appetite's gone. Like I don't need any food anymore. I'm all right. So whatever, have those wings. But it was funny when the bill came, the guy was like, okay, so uh, we work on the honor system here. Uh, so yeah, yeah, okay, so $39. Like, he doesn't print a bill. <laughs> We're like, what? We we each had one beer. Then you said the wings are on the house because the first batch was like raw and they weren't cooked. And then you gave us that telemore to like, also he thought that was a shot. Telemore is like something you sip. Me and Julia shared one. That's how big the shot was. Because he was like, "Tumblers, was like we can't like do that." <laughs> like, yeah, that's a lot. Ninety-nine dollars. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, 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 you're right." So, uh, nineteen dollars. But nineteen dollars for like two beers in Astoria is still kind of steep. That should be like max eight dollars a beer. Wait, so he wasn't charging you for the Tula No, he told us that he wanted to buy us a shot.
1: Yeah, that does seem kind of weird. Also. Who just, like, doesn't ring up anything anymore? Was it also cash only?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I tell you that. I'll tell you this. I didn't even want to bust out a card. I'm like, I'm not giving this bar my card. Yeah, (laughs) how shady is that? Jamie called on the... We, like, Christine used to be obsessed with people who got, um, like, calls on the payphone there. So Jamie actually called the number. And it still works. It's just not a payphone anymore. It goes to their landline. (laughs) But So Jamie called and asked for me at No Barters. It was great.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, no. A bartender part. at this comedy club last night. You know, he's been there a couple nights already. And he was, like, really funny, but, and just, you know when you feel like somebody's flirting, but just to be funny, not because they really are flirting? Well, you don't know that, Jen. They could really well, I kinda, be funny. I know. So I kind of did it back just for fun, but nothing serious. And then last night I was like, oh, can I get Jack Daniels? He like gave it to me and I was going to tip him. And then he's like, no, just wait till Sunday because that's my last night here. He's like, you have two room keys, right? Just give me one of those on Sunday. And I was just like, uh, no. oh, my God. That's also, that means this guy has like knows what he's doing as far as fucking people that are visiting because he's like, yeah, definitely not till the last night you're here. <laughs> that's so
0: true he's got game he knows what he's doing
1: yeah it's like nobody i'll pretend oh my god gonna help me get jack daniels but no (laughs) i mean they give me free drinks anyway i don't need to flirt for them but oh my god i just wasn't expecting it and i was like how many do you try and fuck every female comedian that comes in here or i mean probably or do you just like older women with busted faces? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like, this chick's probably got low self-esteem. I think I can do it. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet Sunday night he's just going to be like pouring shots and shots of Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh, I bet, too. Actually, I want to update on that tomorrow. He's just like, here you go, Jen. Jack Daniels. Yeah, I, know. We well, I will
1: update you for sure. Oh,
0: my God. And you saw, but did you say
1: you saw Butch, right? Yeah, Butch is so funny. Butch Bradley is so
0: funny. funny. I love him so much. I've known him forever. I'm glad you're playing that club. Who are you working with? Well, Adam Hunter's the headliner
1: every night, but last night he also does a lot of stuff with MMA. So last night, I guess they had some awards show for MMA, and he's like a presenter, whatever he works on it. So that's why Butch filled in for him. Oh my god. But Butch lives here and he has a residency at that club. But I know he does. I yeah. do the eight o'clock and then he does ten o'clock.
0: Yeah. On most of the night. So he just did two shows
1: last night instead of one.
0: But I'm yeah. so glad I saw him. He's so funny. Oh my god, he's so funny. It's funny because like when he first moved to Vegas, I always like I made a point to like go there and hang out with him and see him. And then the last couple times I've been to Vegas, I haven't gone and seen him, but I love him so much. Yeah. I was telling kid. uh Susan. I was like, because I go way back with Butch, right? And I was like, I remember when me and Deva and Melissa and Tracy put on our own shows, like like Genghis Cohen or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, Gengis, Genghis Cohen. Genghis, Genghis, Genghis Cohen, yeah. Genghis Cohen, Con, whatever. Um, yeah, one of those. So we put on our own show there and produced them ourselves. We called them, <laughs> whatever. This is the early two thousands, and we called them the Female Comedy Mafia. That's what we called oh. them. <laughs> we kill on stage and off. Oh my which God, was false advertising is because we never killed offstage. <laughs> it would have been funnier if I said onstage, but you know, gonna be real. But so, but we always had like somebody like one of our guy friends like host it, like Sam did it. Did we get Warney to do it once? I can't remember. I feel like Warney might've done it once. Uh, Sam, uh, Butch did it once. And the day that Butch did it, uh, cause we only booked the show like once every couple of months, Lisa or my roommate had met Lindsay Lohan's dad in the airport. So he is like, Oh, let me get you like a cab. I'll, I'll get you a ride back to your house. So Lisa comes home with like Lindsay Lohan's dad. And we're like, Oh my God, this is bizarre. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to come to your show. I'll come to your show. It's like, great. Really? So Lindsay Lohan's dad comes to our show, which is hosting. He doesn't know that fucking Lindsay Lohan's dad is in the crowd. The guy's on a phone the whole time. He's like, well, like not even being like, a little discreet, being fully on the phone. Um, but just like, what the fuck are you doing this show? You can't just like pick up your phone and like start talking. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Everybody applauds. We're like peeking out from the back. We're like, oh yeah, that's Lindsay Lohan's dad, <laughs> which just killed it, which just kicked out Lindsay Lohan's dad. <laughs> I think that's awesome. It was great. <laughs> I mean, you be famous or the dad of a famous person, but that doesn't mean you have the right to fucking talk through our show. Yeah, like you shouldn't
1: come to the show if you're not gonna even be interested.
0: Yeah. Anyways, Butch Bradley, Butch Bradley, everyone, check him out. He's fucking hilarious. I still think of that joke where he talks about trying to look out the window of an airplane. He was <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you still do that one." When I haven't you ever... seen that one. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> you know, you're looking <laughs> up. <laughs> this will be me tomorrow, landing in Maui. Oh. <laughs> There it is. Oh, there it is. (laughs) That is so funny.
1: I'm going to make a clip of that and tag him.
0: Be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many (laughs) good bits. Because you like slam your head into the window, like trying to (laughs) see. There it is. There's Maui. There it is. (laughs) I see it. I see it. I think that's my hotel.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, that's man. a
0: clip for sure All right. What do you think? Well, I guess that's it Guys we know not every episode could be riveting I don't, You would think after being In
1: Vegas for a week I'd have way more Exciting stories
0: And I was drunk for like 10 days straight with Julia you think I might have fucked somebody but no Oops Well it's dry December yeah, it's dry, but dry from below the waist.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that should be the name of the of the episode this week, Dry December. Dry December.
0: And we're not talking about our alcohol intake, guys. Exactly. Oh, my God, I better write this now, too, before I fucking get on a flight. Dry December, baby, dry December. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to work
1: much harder where you're going.
0: Well, I feel like we got to do a Patreon, but I'm sure we can do a Patreon while I'm in Maui or we could do a podcast there. Cause I, like I said, I'll be home so early and finally the pot, the, the, the time zones are going to flip or you're going to be the one doing the later shift and I'll be doing the earlier shift. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Let me know whenever you're free and we'll do it from Maui. I will. I feel like I always call it pretty early in Maui because I am. This time zone still in my brain. So I yes. usually go home at like eight or nine, which is yeah, like. We'll figure
1: seven. it out. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway. Guys, email us at jillanoffpot at gmail.com.
0: Yes. Let us know how riveted you've been by our.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me know if you want more stamp content. <laughs> Let us know how much a stamp is, please. <laughs> For somebody who's, uh... <laughs> please somebody help me out with stamps.
1: <laughs> You're gonna find out the real price and then go back to the deli and be like, "You owe me seventy-seven cents."
0: I'm gonna be like, "Listen, yeah, exactly." I'll be like, "Listen up, bitch." <laughs> he looked at me today too, and he was like, "Stamps." It was like he was excited to rip me off again. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Oh my god, that's so funny. Don't buy stamps in the deli. (laughs) Nope. All right, everyone. All right, this has been lovely. All right, it'll get more action uh Join our Patreon. I'm sure there's a lot of stories of us fucking imaginary people on that on there.
1: (laughs) Well, I think I'm gonna have more action this coming week, unless my body decides to be an asshole and like throws a period in. Otherwise, I promise I'll be making some booty calls as soon as I return to L.A. I
0: love it. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.